Today we are going to be analyzing Nisha, Nissa Who Shakes the World. Nissa Who Shakes the World is three green green for legendary planeswalker Nissa. Whenever you tap a forest for mana, add an additional green. Plus one. Put three plus one plus one counters on up to one target non-creature land you control. Untap it. It becomes a zero-zero elemental creature with vigilance and haste that's still a land. So, first of all, if you are in mono green and you're looking for mana doublers, this is a really good solution. Yes, it can get killed, and yes, there are a couple of other uh, better mana doublers, but especially if you care about planeswalkers. If you're in man if you're in mono green or you care about planeswalkers, then this is an incredibly good mana ramp piece. Uh, if you're not uh, either of those, or if you care about planeswalkers, but you're in like four color or something, then that changes the story a little bit. So the first thing, well, you know what? I'm going to finish reading it because I actually didn't do that. So it also has a plus one, which says put three plus one plus one counters on up to one target non-creature land you control. Untap it, it becomes a zero-zero elemental creature with vigilance and haste that's still a land. It has five loyalty, and it has a negative eight. You get an emblem with lands you control have indestructible, and search your library for any number of forest cards, put them onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. So, this is incredibly good because you get to protect your planeswalker uh, while you're trying to get it up to that ultimate. Uh, will you probably get it to that ultimate? I highly doubt it, but anything's possible. But, as a rule of thumb, in Planeswalker decks, unless you have um, a doubler, like maybe doubling season or something, just assume you're never going to get that ultimate. Because if you can't play it when you never get the ultimate, then you shouldn't be playing it at all. Alright, so mainly with this, because the other abilities are pretty consistent and don't really need to be analyzed. What I'm figuring out is how much you're going to get with the forests. So we're probably in this scenario we're talking about a two-color deck because in three-color decks it's not really worth it. So in a two-color deck, right, first what you have to do is you have to figure out how many lands do I have to get that extra mana from? How many forests do I have to get that extra mana from for it to be worth it at different points in the game? Like maybe the t turn after you get Nyssa, you want three forests. I think that's a pretty good baseline. I think that's relatively accurate. Um, so we're just going to go with that. So first, you want to establish your baseline. It might be different from mine. And you're going to also want to include like which turn. If you want to do different baselines for different turns, I would recommend that, but that does make it a lot more work intensive. Alright, so now you have your baseline, right? You know I want this. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to go in your deck and you're going to count the number of forests you have. Keep in mind, yes, you can change your deck in order to accommodate for Nessa, but I highly highly recommend that you do not do that. It is almost never worth it. You know, no, it is never worth it to change your deck for one card unless you plan on searching through your deck for that card. 
or if you're if it's like you, your entire plan of the deck. But then it's not for one card. It's for many, many cards. Do not do that. Okay? And so, again, what you're going to do is you're going to go, you're going to look through your deck, and you're going to count your forests. Just count any forest. If it's a forest and something else, great. That counts. Then, so you have this, right? So what we're going to do is we are going to calculate how many you're going to have on different turns. So... There's a, hypergeom- a link to a hypergeometric distribution calculator in the description. Uh, I am going to show this example, but you'll have to do it for your own in order to get accurate results. So for population size, you're going to put 99. For number of successes in population, what you're going to do is you're going to put the number of forests. So I'm going to assume 23. So a little bit more than half of the lands you're running are forests. Uh, for sample size, you are going to do 7 plus the turn you're thinking about. So I decided to think about turn 6, so 13. And then for the number of successes in sample, how many do I need to be satisfied? I decided I needed 3. And then we just hit calculate. So with this scenario, I have a 60% chance to be satisfied, which isn't high. And There's ways we can change this. Obviously, we can add more, but I highly recommend you don't do that. Uh, We can increase the turn, right? We could say turn 15, or sorry, turn 8. Then we have a 73% chance, and we're feeling, I'm feeling relatively comfortable. I've got decent odds of being able to get that. Maybe I want even turn 9. There. Turn 9, I have an 80% chance of getting that. Now, that is rather late in the game. So that is a little bit weak, but, you know, we'll see. And then for a number of successes in sample, uh, similar thing, you can change that. So maybe I only want two, right? I really want it to be turn six, but I, I'm okay with two. Well, then, boom, we have an 86% chance of getting that. So generally, in a similar situation to this, on turn six, you're going to get two, and if you're really lucky, you might get three. Now, obviously, everyone will have different situations and different uh, criteria, but with this, I'd say it could be somewhat playable. It's not going to be amazing, and it's not going to be at the top of your list of cards to include, but you can test it out and see how it works. So, I mean, it does suck that it can be destroyed, uh, but I think it makes up for that by making the creatures. I think it's, I think it's good. I think if you're very careful and very conscious of what deck you're putting it in and why, and you know the downsides, then you can make an educated decision and put it in. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.